Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. you know that I read this chapter and then I began to drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god, the choices hey that guys. people made in this chapter. Everyone is a disaster and no one is no one is coming out alive from this. No one's valid. I'm except... roasting everyone except for Seth. Yeah, Seth's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so fuck this. <laughs> this chapter was the worst. <laughs> This chapter is, I think, has some of the wildest character choices I've it read thus far. It is such a, like, I don't know. It feels like such a 180 from the progress that we have seen. <laughs> right. Oh, God. You know what? I think Edward's pretty valid in this chapter. He's mostly valid, except for he kind of used really dirty tactics that started this whole thing, this whole okay, conflict. Okay, that is true. You know <laughs> so what? I like, forgot about that. That's true and fair. <laughs> literally, like, everyone has made bad choices. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Chapter are 23. Are we just jumping? Yeah, we're, we're, we're just, not even... No. Okay, well, here's here's the other thing, is that I already have a lot of angry energy today, because the Survivor finale was today, oh, and yeah. it was garbage. It sound, you're if sounded you, angry um, about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you watch Survivor, you know what I'm talking about. The worst person imaginable one. It was just ridiculous. A very bitter jury. A very, like, underlyingly sexist Ugh. jury. It just wasn't fun at all. Okay, well, So I'm that, already mad about that, yeah. and then I read this chapter. Uh-huh, that when you jumped into this chapter. That's right. very funny, because I feel like I had a very good day. I had, like, uh, you know, a productive day. I had good food. And then I was like, oh, time to read the worst chapter ever. Also, Fergus is currently trying to break down the door into the office. Oh, that's fun. Like, Liv is literally in the other room, like, in the living room, probably playing Elden Ring. And he's like, I must have entry into the office now. Okay, bitch, calm down. And I'm like, go bother someone else. Jesus. You have a Liv. Literally. Like, Liv's on the couch with, like, cozy blankets and shit. I'm just at my desk. Yeah. He's throwing his body, know. like, at the door. Like, it's shaking That's in ridiculous. Cats are so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand how they are just that much like that. <sighs> yeah. Still less problematic than the people in this chapter. So true. Lego. Okay. Okay, let's, yeah. So, from Bella the beginning, wakes Bella wakes up. And she's sweating. And I'm like, oh, she's stinky again. She's all sweaty. Uh-oh, stinky Bella. <laughs> And Jacob is snoring, curled up around her, and she's trapped in her sleeping bag because she can't get him off of her or reach the zipper. So Edward, helpfully, this is funny, this is fucking funny, (laughs) rips the whole zipper open so Jacob falls out onto the tent floor on his back. Which (laughs) is pretty good. It's pretty good. And then he, like, you know, shouts out in surprise and flops back on top of Bella trying to escape the cold. But, like, knocks the wind out of her, I guess, because he's so massive and she's so small. And it, 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 Oh, my God. She's so tiny. She's so tiny. And, like, it almost erupts into a fight, which is absurd. <laughs> like, what just happened? I 
don't know, but I hate men. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, Edward, like, seemingly throws Jacob against the tent poles. She just says Jacob was flung against the tent poles, and suddenly Edward was growling in front of her, and Jacob right. is growling back, and she's, like, squirming in between them to be like, no fighting, boys! And I'm like, literally, stop. Literally, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Calm down. Yeah, and she's like, Edward, apologize. And uh, he's like, oh, like, he's the one who almost crushed you. And I'm like, he, like, flopped on top of her. Let's not, let's let's calm down here. Yeah, that, uh, chill out, Edward. <sighs> and then she's like, well, yeah, you dumped him on the floor. He didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. And, okay, I think being dumped on the floor was pretty funny. I agree. But... I also don't think Jacob was doing it with any weird intent. No, of course not. He was just like, I have been woken up. No, exactly. He's like, I woke up with my ass on the cold. And I'm lying on the cold, hard ground. Ah! (laughs) That's for the Swifties. This this, this chapter. Um, We have a lot of Swifty listeners, apparently. Don't know how that happened, but that was for you. Honestly, the most bullyable group of people. (laughs) hate to say it but it's true i would argue that you guys are easier to bully than furries <laughs> wow that's pretty that's yeah it's a and bold furries statement are really easy yeah considering yeah. you are a furry and i bully you for it yeah yeah no of course um <laughs> and i do hope that anyone who is you know typing out their little tweet or their little dm or their little discord message to me getting angry i make funny joke i don't care <laughs> Okay, it's not serious. I love you, but it's fun to make fun of Swifties. It's it not. Is. It ain't that. It's not deep. It's not deep. Uh, it really isn't. Yeah, just like this stupid fight. Um, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Jacob says that uh, he didn't sleep that well, but it doesn't mean it wasn't a great, like, you know, one of the best nights ever. And he's like taunting Edward, like oh, did this make one of your, like, top ten worst nights? And Edward's like, I mean, maybe. But just so you know, if I was in bed with her, it wouldn't have made my top ten. So think about that. Which is so iconic. It's so good. So funny. Jacob gets so salty. And I'm like, you set yourself up for that. Yeah, literally. Like, like you're you... bragging about spending a singular night exactly with her. To her Edward boyfriend. Edward does this every night. Yeah. <laughs> Like, to her fiancé. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fian- See, I keep saying boyfriend. Fiancé. Fiancé. It's ridiculous. Pretty funny, though. It was very funny. I think Edward is a salty little bitch in, like, the funniest ways here. Um, mm-hmm. And Jacob is a salty little bitch in unfunny ways. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Jacob leaves the tent, and Bella's like, no, please stay. Be careful. Oh, no, you're about to go to this fight. And he's like, ugh, give it a rest. And so they have an hour till the fight. And Bella's, yeah, Bella's like, hmm, how do we pass the time? And Edward, like, starts touching her, and then she, like, shivers. And he's like, oh, maybe not like that then. <laughs> because it's cold. So she's like, how about you tell me about your top ten best nights? And I'm ready for the gossip, mm-hmm. but there's not that much gossip. <laughs> they I only know. mention four nights. <laughs> and all of them are, all of them have happened since he met Bella, which is boring. I know. I want to hear about him, you know, killing people. 
Like, was... Or, like, getting crazy wasted. I know. Or having a crazy adventure abroad. Right. Okay, listen. I... I, one day I will meet the love of my life and I will adore them forever and we will get married and it'll be perfect. That being said, a night of me cuddling with them is not going to crack top 10. <laughs> Almost definitely. Yeah. Of best nights of my life. Like out of my entire life, maybe one. Yeah. Maybe one will fit into the top 10. Right. Like, you know, some like, yeah, like marital bliss, uh, getting it on like crazy. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe something or like a night on vacation or something. Right. But like, I feel like most of my best nights are going to be where I did something significant, not just like Mm -hmm. a night where I spent with my partner, which I can appreciate, but isn't like going to rank top 10 best nights in my life. Yeah. So, bit sad. Apologies for to my future life partner. <laughs> Don't apologize. Own your own that shit. That's how I feel. Okay, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. Live, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we say as if they will ever listen to this. Um. I mean, they're in the other room, so <laughs> they can probably. They're hear. right there. You can just hear me. <laughs> Almost like I can still hear them. Oh boy. <laughs> So, yeah, their number one is the first night that Edward just stayed the night, which, like, I guess that's pretty fun. Like, that was fun. That was nice. Um, sure. Bella talked in her sleep last night because, like, they're talking about how, like, oh, like, the best was, like, realizing how much she talked in her sleep. And this time last night, she mostly said Edward's name, but then she also kept saying Jacob, my Jacob, which Edward was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. And Jacob was like, haha, like, I'm important too. And Bella's like, no, like, it's not like that. It's just like what I mean to differentiate the asshole Jacob versus the nice person that sometimes you yeah. can be. Which is like... Which, like, okay, sure, Bella, it doesn't mean like that. Looks at the rest of the chapter. I know. Okay. Oh, my God. I have so much anger. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, number two, flight home from Italy. Which for Edward makes sense because he's like, she's not dead, lit. And Bella is like, yeah, it's in my top 10 because I was just happy to see you again. Even though I thought you were going to run away as soon as the flight landed. I was still like I cannot (laughs) believe that is in her top 10. Imagine a a night sleeping on an airplane is a top 10. I know. I know. Crazy shit. Insane. Crazy person shit. Um, A cheap uh, next top night is the night after they got back from Italy. And I'm like... Come on, do you not have other nights just, to talk just pick about? One. Yeah, like, oh my god, Fergus, you're not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, so exclusionary against your cat. Yeah, I am. He's not welcome. Go bother the other person living here. Um, and then they Bella finally says, "Okay, like, tell me one of yours. Like, have I have I told, got your number one yet?" And he says that his number one is. Two nights ago, when Bella agreed to marry him, and Bella ah. makes a disgusted face about that, and then suddenly Edward asks if Bella is warm enough, and we're interrupted by howling in agony as Jacob screams in wolf form and uh, chokes off in a sob and runs away. Bitch, stop being so fucking dramatic. <laughs> it's like... It's bizarre that this is what made him think that he lost when she's already repeatedly been like, I'm turning into a vampire. The date is set. I'm turning into a vampire after graduation. They're going to do it. It's done. Like, this is the moment that he's like, no, I've lost. Yeah. And like, 
also, why was it like at that point he got upset instead of when she was like, he's an asshole sometimes, but sometimes he's nice. Because <laughs> he knows like, he, he is. Waited. He fucking knows he is. Okay, you know what? That's true. At least he's self-aware, even though he fucking sucks. Yeah. Edward announces that Jacob has reached his limit, and that's why he was asking if Bella's warm enough, because she just lost her space heater, which is like, this is so not the time. <laughs> um... And then he, funny, he, like, murmurs truce over because he knew Jacob was listening the whole time and wanted to use that, like, you know, hold that one over his head. But, like, he didn't let Bella tell him herself. Like, he took that away from her and made it, like, this horrible yeah. finding out secondhand moment just to rub it in his face as, like, hee hee, I won. Yeah, it's weird because, like, on the one hand, like, I could see him starting to do that as, like, a, like... Not a nice thing, but I don't think he was expecting it to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Right. But then as it, like, get more into the conversation and he can still read Jacob's thoughts, maybe, like, he was realizing more and more. At that point, he should have said something. But, like, you could argue a case that he was like, I'm already in this. I'm already deep in this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't. I can't backpedal. It's happening. I can't back down now. (laughs) I just feel like of all of Edward's growth up to this point and respecting Bella's wishes and how things affect her feelings he really should have read this one better because it's like obviously immediately she feels horrible about this whole situation and it's like Edward like you didn't have to do it this way and they're about to have a fight like you know the wolves and the vampires and the army are about to have a literal battle and now she's like oh shit my like best friend who I guess maybe I love is really pissed off at me and now she's crying and blaming herself for this which I'm like it's not really your fault still it's not really your fault um, and like yeah it's definitely Edward's fault I do think Edward has a point that like Jacob deserves to know but not like that no exactly um, and the fact that she's not angry at Edward is crazy to it's me. insane she should have been like that's not how you should find out he does deserve right. to know I deserve to be able to tell him in a real conversation not you just talking in a place that he can overhear you but again if there's one thing that Bella will do it is not allow men to take any blame and put it all on herself <sighs> no it's so, so exhausting that. it really is um Moment of bad writing. She says, I was blinking back tears, and this was easy to hear in my voice. Thank you. <laughs> it's just it's just like fucking, it's, this sentence sucks. <laughs> Your writing sucks. It's nothing even like. There's nothing. It's um, nothing even fancy. It's, no. It's, there's no. There's nothing particularly like, there's no glaring grammatical weirdness or just like awkward necessarily like awkward like analogy or anything like that. It just It's just a bad sentence. It just sucks. And you can. Just, yeah. You can, you, do you think that matters? I choked out. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I choked out uh, as I blinked back tears. Yeah. That's already better. Yeah. It's just so awkwardly worded. I was blinking back tears and this was easy to hear in my voice. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Oh my God. Learn how to write sentences. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. They're bad sentences. Um, I just, it's so like mediocre the entire time. It really is. It's yeah. like anybody could have written this. Like, legitimately. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing good me, about the writing. Me when I was 12, writing, like... Warrior Cats? Essentially Warrior Cats <laughs> yeah. fan fiction. <laughs> I could have written better than this. I know. It's like... I bet I still have my old notebook with, like, Warrior Cats shit in it. 
because oh, me and my yeah. best friend would like we were like you know we're gonna write a book and of it's course. gonna be essentially warrior cast just with our own characters yeah 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 that's obviously amazing. obviously um, as all children do yeah <laughs> If you guys didn't do that, weird. Um, <laughs> oh, what? I cannot you guys are the to you weird ones, on any actually. level. Exactly. I'm actually totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> my son is perfectly normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I like me and my best friend would like pass it back and forth in class, not paying attention to class. Yeah. And just like, right? Yeah. Good times. Anyway, can I get a quick silence in the chat for something? What? <laughs> That's my next beer. That was really satisfying to hear, actually. That was good. That Thank was worth you. it. <laughs> Thank you. I, I had to put it up close to the mic so you could get that all was, that good, good stuff. Yeah, that was, the, that was the good ASMR effect. Instead of you... I'm drinking um, a fruited sour. Oh, yum. Well, yeah. that was better than it's when you... It's a kumquat you, lime sour. When you slurped in my ear last episode. What, like this? <gasps> Just kidding. Oh, my God. I literally... <laughs> my heart stopped. I was like, not again. I can't do this. <laughs> I was like fight or flight. My hands are on my headphones. I'm ready to remove them and throw them yep, across yep, yep, the room. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Bella gets mad at herself instead of anyone else, which is not shocking. And she wants to go after <sighs> Jacob, which is just the worst idea. Yeah. Edward does have like one point where he's like, okay, Jacob was going to get hurt eventually. He knew he was playing this game and that runs the risk of him you know, essentially losing. I hate to talk about it as a, if it really is a competition. It's not. It's a person with feelings. But right. he knew getting into this that, like, Bella might not choose him. So, like, you know, he was the one who kept trying to get it to happen and kept acting on his intentions and trying to get Bella. So, like, you know, I don't know. He knew that he was, this was a, a chance for it to happen. So, you know... Why is he surprised, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Then uh, Edward, too little, too late, is apologizing. And <sighs> then he's like, okay, I'll go get Jacob and bring him back. <laughs> and Bella's like, thank you. Also, she's still crying and say- sobbing and saying it's her fault, even though this this scenario currently is literally Edward's fault because he did it on purpose. He orchestrated it when he knew Jacob was listening. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, she's like, I don't know. I just, the way that guilt is so strongly baked into this girl, I would think this is written by a Catholic. I mean, maybe Mormons (laughs) are big on guilt too. I don't really know, but it's, it's Catholic guilt at this level. Can any former Mormons let us know if (laughs) there's a lot of Mormon guilt? I mean, like, I think religious guilt in general is a huge thing. Sure. But the Catholics really feed on it. Yeah. 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 Like a great, a great song I've been listening to recently. It's called Oh God. And it's Uh literally about Catholic guilt. Yeah. There you go. Catholic guilt about wanting someone sexually. Yep. Good song. Right. And she's just guilty over the fact that Jacob fell in love with her and she doesn't return his feelings. And it's like, that is not your fault. You have told him over and over again that you have chosen Edward and that's who you want. I don't know how many times she could keep repeating that to him. And still she's like, everything I do just hurts him. It doesn't matter if I do this, it harms him. If I do this, he just ends up in more pain. I'm the worst person ever. And I'm like, how? Like, this is not like, this 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 is not your fault at this point. And she says she's yeah. Kathy from Wuthering Heights. Oh my, ugh. 
Ugh. I literally wrote yawn. <laughs> in the margins. Yeah. I'm okay, just... so I will say I when Edward left, I was like, okay, there's no way this man's coming back. Like, right. like I thought this was going to be the beginning of like some drama where uh-huh. like neither of them come back and then she's freaking out and then she goes after them or something. Yeah, I was wrong about that. But yeah. whatever. Just wanted to mm, put that one in there. She does float but... the possibility in her own brain. She's like, oh, shit. What if they're fighting each other? Oh, shit. What if they, go- they get caught in like the actual fight that's supposed to happen? And I've just sent them both away. Oh, shit. But no, none of those things happen. Yeah, she just sits there making uh, fucking book references like a loser. Wuthering Heights? God. Yeah. What a snooze fest. <laughs> just Best like... thing about that is Kate Bush's song. <laughs> the only... Yeah, okay. Listen, come at me, readers and writers. I don't care. Uh, I support you. And your Thank thesis. You. Wuthering Heights, not 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 good. Not, not that great. Nope. It's just weird that Bella chooses the most boring of all the options. <laughs> like, listen, it, uh, uh, I. Wow, wow, wow. Let's fucking uh, go. Let's fucking go. Um, I strongly. I love readers and writers, and I don't want to shit on what anyone reads or writes. However, that being said, like, teenage teenagers who are just like tr- are like really into classical literature but like not the good ones i'm like what's happening here <laughs> you know and i'm like no tino shade i guess but like why aren't you reading the hunger games why aren't you reading twilight <laughs> why are you reading twilight bro? <laughs> i'm just saying that's what i was reading when i was a teenager it was this shit and what was i reading when i was a teenager I don't games? know. <laughs> no, oh. I wasn't actually. What the fuck? <laughs> remember, remember, because I read them the other. Oh like, yeah, years you read ago. them recently. Very weird. Yeah, I watched the movie. Were you being that them. person who was reading classics instead of normal teenage shit? But I wasn't reading them for fun. I was reading them for school. Oh okay. I don't know what I was. Was I even reading anything for fun? <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> oh, you know what I was? I was definitely re- reading like. YA fantasy, absolutely. Like a uh, darker shade of magic, that series. I, don't think I, I know read it. as a teenager. Oh. Good series. I've read it a couple of times. It's good. I was reading um, bad shit mostly. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I read a lot of stuff for school, and I did like that. But I, like, I wasn't making it my entire fucking personality. <laughs> Jeez. You had the potential to, and you didn't go down that dark path. I really did have the potential to, but I was too busy being a theater kid, which is arguably worse. <laughs> you went down a different, darker path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, uh, what is the fucking Robert Frost poem? Two, two roads ahead of you, and you two took roads the ahead. one that's dark dark and traveled. But both of them are dark. Yeah. And I took the, one of them that was dark. Yeah. I didn't have a flashlight, so I didn't know which one I was going down. And then I ended up in a fucking, like, wig <laughs> tap dancing. And I was like, how'd I get here? <laughs> Anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, I never read that shit, so I just, I don't care. When she makes these references, I simply don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really care either. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's trying just... to make her personality that she likes classics and Shakespeare and shit, which is like, that's not a personality. Okay, sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm bored. I also like, I don't know. I think Shakespeare also bothers me a lot more because I don't really think I've met anyone who 
including professors and teachers who prefer to read Shakespeare. Right. And especially not teenagers. Of course like not. Like, the, re- the way that we got more involved in the Shakespeare that I read in school was that we would watch excerpts from movies yeah. and from stage productions. Yeah. And we would go see them, which yeah. was awesome. And, like, I loved Shakespeare. And we always read them out loud in class. Like, we didn't have take-home right. reading. We read them in, like, bits out loud. So that way the teacher oh, that's could be crazy. like, here's what I... this means. I had so much take-home reading. I had to read, like, acts of, oh, yeah. of Shakespeare. We read but, them in Which class. sucked. <laughs> but then we would also, like, supplement it with... Sometimes we would reread a scene in class. Did you or watch we the... would watch a scene in a movie, right? Leo DiCaprio um, fucking... I didn't watch that. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> so... I actually haven't watched that still. I hated it, but I hear a lot of people like it. I just... I think I hate yeah. every movie that Leonardo DiCaprio's in. <laughs> That's really fair. <laughs> That's a really fair statement. Don't like Titanic um, either. I know a lot of people love that movie, and I'm like, fuck this shit. That's a shit. hot take. <laughs> I haven't seen Titanic in long enough to like know if I still like it. Anyway. I feel like it's very much something that I'll put on in the background. Sure, yeah. With, with like While I'm hanging out with my family. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. My heart will go on. Fucking slaps. But. Oh, yeah. That's all I got for that. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, I and again, like I understand that I am treading the I'm treading the line of like dunking on this person legitimately and kind of doing a teenage girl's interests are cringe. But like this, you know what? Some teenage girls interests are cringe. Like Swifties. Or <laughs> me with Twilight. That was Or me, me with Warrior Cats or me with theater or me with Pretty much anything I've done my entire life. Right. Minecraft. Like, I'm here now doing this Twilight <laughs> podcast, making fun of it, but I unironically was obsessed with it when I was in high school and wrote fan fiction about it, like, every day of my life when I got home. <laughs> Which is so iconic of you. I was way too into Supernatural, and I read Destiny oh, yeah. fan fiction. Yeah, right. That was I can't yours. believe it took me this long in this conversation to bring that up. Yeah. I think I, it's just because I, like, have dug it you, really far yeah, into you, the you recesses really of my brain. suppressed that as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah. I shoved that in a corner, and I stomped on it a bunch of times. Uh, and then I kicked it once for good measure. And then it still keeps coming back, just like Dean, every time he it- dies. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, nice pull, bro. Thank you. Just like all of them every time they die, except for when Castiel went to super gay hell. Yeah, well, you just don't recover from that. Um, that'll yeah. be us one day. I can't wait. Can't wait to see you in super gay hell. <laughs> see you there. We're gonna have we're gonna have performances by Lil Nas X every night. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> He's around my age, so like you know. Oh yeah, we'll be there around the same time. His birthday is my birthday. We can celebrate that together. I keep forgetting that his birthday is your birthday yeah pretty iconic so is Kristen stewart's by the way i did not know that either why do you have such cool people i don't (laughs) i don't know just just lucky i guess i have tony stark but (laughs) the guy who played him (laughs) robert downey jr that's his name yep (laughs) that's the guy (laughs) yeah the guy you know who i'm talking about sure do and like a poet I think it's like a decent poet, but I forget who it is. Yeah, Um, I just remember those two every time, and I'm like, I win. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, well. I mean, they're both Aries. Now I'm looking up, I'm looking up, oh, okay, this is a good one. Natasha Leone has the same birthday. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Heath Ledger? 
That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Rip. He's already down yeah, there rip. in super gay hell. <laughs> He's waiting for us. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He really is. <laughs> what? I have the same birthday as Hugo Weaving? I had the same birthday as Elrond. Oh, oh my god. I was like, wait, <laughs> why is this? Who is this man? I know this man, but I can't picture his face. <laughs> then you say Elrond, and I'm like, that's the bitch. <laughs> oh, this is the poet. It, it was uh, Maya Angelou. That I had oh. The same and she's cool. So yeah. like, I'll take that. Yeah. But like, why the fuck is the top one fucking Tony Stark? Yawn. Yawn. Boring. Marvel. Ugh. Yeah, I'm vomiting. <laughs> what were we talking about? Probably a book. Ugh. Like Eclipse, maybe? Yeah, maybe Eclipse. Shout out to the anyway. Eclipse that's going to happen in 2024 next to my birthday. Yeah. I'm so excited to do a ritual sacrifice that night. Yeah. It's going to be me on the sacrifice. Unless anyone would like to volunteer. We'll take we'll take volunteers. Um, Taking applications to be... Our sacrifice. We're going to celebrate by sacrificing someone and watching Eclipse and then watching the Eclipse. Yep. And getting drunk. But I feel like, I'm going to be honest, I feel like we shouldn't do it in that order. I feel like watching Eclipse should be like the pre-show. Yes. Then we experience the Eclipse and and like do a little ritual as like a halftime show. Yep. No, I agree. Um, Okay. I'll also do a set. Okay. Like I'll sing like during the halftime show. Okay. Like Lady Gaga at Uh, the Super Bowl. Oh shit. Okay. Wow. I'll come down from, like, the sky and also do that. Remember that clip where she, like, jumps off a, cl- yes. off a cliff? Yep. I'll, I'll do that. Okay, wow. That's This is big news. I'm going to have to get yeah. some, like, rigging set up uh, over no. my balcony. No? No. Okay. I'm just going to do it and we'll, we'll oh. see what happens. You could be sacrifice number two. I'm sure it'll turn out fine, guys. Anyway, if you would like to come to our ritual sacrifice, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're saying what the fuck. This is a very. I'm, oh, I'm just getting overwhelmed sentence. by all the planning that we have to do for like okay, a true. year from now. Like it's a lot. Right. Don't worry. I'll make a charcuterie board. Oh yay! Thank you. That's really you're nice welcome. of you. I'll bring it. Um, I'll commute from Pennsylvania. I'll walk. Yeah, I sure fucking hope Take, so. Taking, taking stinky cheese to a new level. Yeah. You better. Yep. Um, all right. Anyway. I have a okay, comment so... on um, writing before we get into oh, good. the drama. Uh, so Bella's canteen sloshes wetly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> it was just like, okay. Like, yeah, you. I bet it does because there's water in it. <laughs> Imagine something sloshing dryly. <laughs> right? Like, what is that? <laughs> that's just, that's, doesn't, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> right. <laughs> Slosh it, uh, mm-hmm. begets the idea of, of something being wet. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it, it indicates that there is wetness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it could slosh any other way. So good writing. Yeah. Moistly? Ew. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like moist uh, indicates a little bit more of, of viscosity. Mm. I, w- I would say like squelched might be. Ew. <laughs> See, I'm thinking mud now. Okay, so her canteen's full of mud. Gross. <laughs> um, Bella eats mud. Okay, I also had a comment. Yeah. Uh, she said her hair is twisted into clumps like Medusa snakes. Right. Which is, yep. this is a Border sentence line. that, this is a sentence that, so, okay, 
in English class in like middle school and high school, especially like early, you learn about like similes and, um, you know, you learn to use them. And then I think there's a, there's a time where you're just learning similes and that's when you're a little bit younger. And then there's a time where you revisit similes and analogies and that sort of thing. And a lot of times there are examples of good similes and bad similes. Yeah. And just because you're making a comparison does not make it good writing. Correct. Because part of it is that it can be too wordy. Part of it, you know, there are all these other things or it's just like not quite a good enough simile. But also it can be something that is so far out of the scope of what you're talking about that it just feels out of place. So she's just talking about her having bedhead and she's pulling up some like mythology. Yeah. And it also isn't even that good of a simile as a comparison either. Cause it's not actively writhing. No, I don't even, I don't think Medusa's hair is really like, it's not clumps. It's just, no, is snakes. <laughs> it just is snakes. And they be, they be moving around. Remember that so, monster in Monsters, Inc.? What was her name? She had snake hair. I don't know. You th- you think I know the name of literally any character in Monsters, Inc. other than Mike Wazowski? What about Sully? Who? The blue furry guy who worked oh, with Mike Wazowski. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Why would I know that guy? He's the main character. Also, isn't someone called like Raymond or something? Yeah. That's a good name. That's a good name for, like, the bad character. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I think her name was, like, Cecile or Cecily or something. Anyone named Raymond is a villain, and this includes the cat. I was about to say that, including the cat from Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) It does. He's he's a monster. Fuck that cat. Oh, speaking of monster, that's the title of this chapter. Yeah. Wow. She's a monster. She has Medusa Oh, my God, she is. Wow. She, I kind of don't fucking love her in this, so whatever. Yeah. She's a mon- She's actually a monster, like the the evil team from uh, Space Jam. <laughs> is that a good pull? That's a deep pull. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Should we keep talking about the chapter? Yeah, we can. <laughs> I think we can, we can find it in our hearts to do so. I was just thinking Ugh, about, like, how, like, with bad similes, like, there's... Also, it, good writing is when you take a bad simile, but it goes so far in the other direction that it's, like, funny because it's, like, such a specifically absurd comparison that you're like, oh, that's so hyper-specific. This is hilarious. and like Right, and there's definitely a time and a place for there that, is. but it's not here. It is an art form. <laughs> that's what I was oh, thinking sure. about. I love that. Um, but, yeah, her, her, her writing is just boring. Like, that's the thing is, like, she very rarely does anything unique in terms of, like, good prose. Um, yeah. It's mostly just, like, the moments that we like the best are just, like, ah, like, a really sappy relationship romantic moment because we're suckers for that shit. But, like, right. there's nothing in writing specifically that's, like, you know, a sign of her, like, being a master of, like, the craft or, like, writing as an art form. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, the best thing from like this chapter that I noted that I did actually like was talking the the sun reflecting off of Edward's skin mm-hmm. and glittering rainbows that danced ahead of her. That was the yeah that's me paraphrasing yeah and like that's okay that's nice but it's not a, it's not amazing no I mean it's descriptive it, he sure do be sparkling he's a sparkly boy yeah 
Um, also, speaking of writing, I actually kept a tally of M dashes for this chapter because Ooh. she went overboard in Say this chapter more about this. with How M many? dashes. Wait, can I guess? Sure. Um, twenty-seven. Uh, more than that. <laughs> <gasps> no, significantly more. Um, not you're not far off. Um, okay. But my my final count for this chapter was thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And our um, I... top ranking sentence had five in a row. <laughs> Huh? What? Where? It's like when Bella's like choking off like how oh. upset she is, and she's like, "I can't. Uh, I won't. I, I don't. I don't." I don't. <laughs> Which you know, fair. That's fucking funny. Yeah, I was like, I feel. I was sort of in my mind like I should keep an eye out on M dashes. Like I feel like we haven't been calling them out as much, and then I was like is it just me or are there a lot in this chapter? And then I finished and I was like, no, there were a lot in this chapter. <laughs> There's like, you know, multiples in a sentence and multiples on a page. Yeah. I would love for you to continue this tally in, in future chapters. I you will. don't always have to tell us, but if it's like a significantly, yeah, like we have to like keep like uh what's, what's the record of like the most M dashes in a chapter. This you know? one felt really significant. Cause that's why I think that's yeah. why I thought of it because I was like, I feel like they're just like in like every page right now. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. So Bella also makes a comment about how she thinks she's greedy because <sighs> she wants both Edward and Jacob, but like Jacob is sort of just her friend, but she he's not really just her friend. Yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, sh- but, like, how greedy is he to continue these pursuits when she said no over and over? Right. I know. And she's like, oh, every time I, like, show signs of being hurt about Jacob or caring too much about him, I hurt Edward in response. And she says, like, the quote is, Edward would never see me shed another tear for Jacob Black. And I'm like, okay, she made her choice and she can't really get upset every time Jacob gets upset that she already chose Edward and all it does is make him uncomfortable. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's unfair to also be like, he won't ever see me cry for Jacob again. I have to close myself off to him completely. And I'm like, right. Mm. It's very much, it's very naive, and it's very much, like, the way a teenager would think it's of these true. things. It's true. It's true. Um, so, like, to be fair, to an extent, it's realistic. But it is. To, it's still stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not an all or, it shouldn't, there's very rarely a time when it should be all or nothing with a person. Yeah. It um, just, it does suck, because she didn't put herself in this situation. Like, Jacob's the one who, like has not backed off despite how many times she's like, I've already, I'm, I'm with Edward. Like he's the one I'm going to be a vampire. It's that's it. Nothing more to talk about. And Jacob's like, but what if we were in love and forcing kisses on her and awful stuff. Yeah. Mm, Seth is whining a bunch and Bella is like, huh? Fight must be starting. That's my bad. Now Jacob and Edward are off disappearing. And Seth just keeps, like, growling and grumbling and, like, 
making looks and being wolfy and Bella's like shut the fuck up Seth like if you're not gonna like, yeah, like tell scratch me something or a, shut yeah up. like scratch a message in the ground or something like stop whining <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's funny because like then you know Jacob and Edward come back and Edward communicates with Seth and Seth nods uh-huh. and like yeah. has distinct <laughs> communication he just doesn't do it with Bella because yep. he's mad at her <laughs> a little asshole i mean like respect loki but like come on and why is he mad at bella for well because she hurt jacob oh so did edward and he has this like <laughs> yeah but he has like this level of like loyalty to the pack and jacob turned into a wolf so we can fucking feel all his feelings blah blah, blah. so he should be just as mad at edward jacob's also pissed at edward <laughs> true true that's just my uh, point. But if there's if there's one thing we know, it's that uh, we're just going to blame women. <laughs> yep. People would just be hating women. So true. Myself included. JK, JK, JK. I love <laughs> women. Uh, I love women's. Um, Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I hate women. Ugh, there it is. <laughs> Cancel her. So See, I hate the gays, but at least I don't hate women, all right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, at least hating the gays is, like, sort of a respectable opinion. Um, right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Deplatform us. <laughs> Literally cancel me, cancel me. So, anyway, the boys are back in town. <laughs> The boys are back in town. Despite all of the, you know, potential foreshadowing and warnings of, oh my god, the fight's about to start. Oh, there's an hour until the fight. Oh, it sounds like the fight is going, and maybe they'll get in trouble in it. No, they just walk back. And Yeah, they're like, hey guys. Hey guys. Like, oh, okay, hi. Hey, what's up? It's me again. Um, there's a complication, and Edward is going to go talk to Seth to clear things up. Something about Alice getting the timing down better and the schedule better. Don't know what the complication is, but he says yeah. that he's going to go far enough away so that he won't overhear whatever Bella says to Jacob and giving her privacy so that whatever choice she makes, she can just do. Uh, uh-huh. They're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean whatever choice she makes? I know. And yet, this all happens. And literally, <laughs> and yet. Oh my god. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So Edward and Seth walk away. You know, she's like, hurry back. Mwah. Um, You fucking liar. <laughs> then she does this, like, self-serving oh, half God. apology I to know. Jacob. I am not here for this. Is such, it's just like, it's... I feel like a lot of us have been in this spot. Yes. I feel like. It's a relatable like, here's moment. the thing is that. If I do something like this, I look back on it and I'm disgusted with myself. So, like, I can still validly say I'm disgusted with this, like, self-serving, self-deprecating apology. Yeah, it's the, like, oh, I am the worst. I'm just the worst person ever. And you should never look at me again because I'm terrible. And I'm so sorry for being the worst person you've ever met. And it's just, like, well, now you've put the onus on the other person to, like, make you feel better about yourself. It's not an apology. It's not an apology. And there's a way you can admit your faults without just being like i'm the worst you should hate me yeah i'm unforgivable what i mean even what bella says is i wish i never met you so i couldn't hurt you the way i have and it's like 
bro, that's not fair. That's not fair to it's say. It's so fucking annoying. That's awful. And she's like, I'll stay away. You won't even have to look at me. And Jacob points out that it's a bad apology. He's right. And he's like, I don't want you to go away. Like, don't I get a say in what I actually want to resolve my feelings here? Like, I'm not yeah. asking you to leave. And apologizing, apologizing like this and like the whole, like, I don't deserve you or like, this. it's just, it literally is just an invitation to get the person to be like, no, I do, you do deserve me. Like, you are, You're a, good you person. are a good person. Yeah. Shut up. And it's like, well, now you've taken, yeah, you've taken the responsibility off of yourself entirely at that point by just being like, I'm just so awful. There's just nothing about me that's redeemable. That's why I did this thing. That's terrible. Right. And it's like, instead of taking, yeah, exactly. Instead of taking ownership for your actions in a way that is like fixable, you're just like, I am simply like this. There's nothing I can do about it. And nothing you can do about it and i'm just horrible and you should hate me yeah it's just which is just not productive that's not a good way to communicate no and that's it's not fair to the person you're talking to it also isn't fair to yourself no. because you're not giving yourself space to have change and growth yeah which everyone should be allowing themselves it's it's just it's, even it's, if it's not going to be the for whole bella that guilt person. complex thing yeah and yeah it's I, I don't know. I really, I hated reading it. I was like, come on. Like, you can do better than this. Yeah. But. And yeah, Jacob says it's not much of an apology. And yeah. I'm like, so true, King. So Like, one true. of the only true things you said yeah. ever in this series. Ever. He finally <laughs> found one. <laughs> like, which is pretty funny because he had a really garbage apology earlier in this book. So, a bit hypocritical. But he's still right. <laughs> he also finally admits that he also made things harder and he should have given up with good grace and he's hurt her right. too by not doing so and pursuing her against her wishes. And I'm like, huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's great. We I get to that sentence and I'm like, this is amazing. We're doing great. Uh, not nary, nary a sentence later. Yeah. <laughs> Everything just Everything bad. goes so far south so quickly i know jacob's like aha i know how to redeem myself i'm gonna go join that fight and purposely try to get myself killed yeah and that way you don't have to worry about choosing not to see me again it just won't be an option and then i could die a hero and she starts screaming like no i won't let you don't do this that's insane that's crazy which yeah that was the the flip in the narrative here suddenly yep. uh, yeah so i'm gonna put like we're probably gonna talk about like trigger warning like abusive manipulative relationships and like suicide and yeah. that sort of stuff is gonna be talked about probably for the rest of this yep. episode um there will be a note in the description for timestamps. uh um okay. but yeah so this is just the worst the, guilt trip of all time this is like uh, it's seen way too often especially um men to women in these emotionally manipulative and abusive yeah. relationships oh, well, where it's like if you leave me, i'm if, gonna kill yeah, myself exactly if i don't have you there's nothing for me to live for what's the point if you're not in my life like yeah if you leave xyz yeah um it's literally that it, it literally <laughs> it is sucks. there's not even any way around it it's literally him saying if you don't choose me and love me back, I am going to end my life right now. And I also absolutely call bullshit on it. Yeah. 
He doesn't want to die. Of course not. He is using this. And I, per- I mean, it could be somewhat subconsciously, but I personally think it's consciously, is using it to get something out of Bella. And he, like, it's clearly like later that he does do it more consciously, but I think even right off the bat, it is not, he is not serious with this intention. He is doing it as a ploy to get what he Bella. wants. Yeah. Especially because and, he literally says I, moments later, you know, there's one thing you could do. And it's like, if you were really that much on the edge, already having your mind of, oh, well, there is one thing you could do to make me maybe consider not ending at all. It's like you right. from the beginning had that in the back of your mind of like, do this and then I'll be convinced. So it's like you were never on the edge anyway. You were just waiting for the moment to drop right. this guilt trip onto her. Exactly. And we haven't seen really any other like source of really seeing Jacob have mental health issues other than just being, you know, being sad about not having Bella. But it's never been I, I don't at least I don't recall it being that serious it's, or even close to that. It's serious. just been him being pissed off and mad that she chose a leech, a bloodsucker, and it's not natural. And how could you go for him? I'm better for you. It's never, it's never, like, we haven't seen sort of, like, the Jacob sitting in front of a window for four months depression arc. <laughs> no, literally, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, like, again, like, these, these sorts of things, they generally happen with people who do have a history of, like, mental health problems. And especially when it is, like, I don't know, like, you know, it's, there's a lot of uh, nuance within this. But, like, a lot of times, this is not, you know, 100% the only reason why this person is suicidal. Yeah. But then they weaponize that to manipulate someone to stay in their their life. You have to do this for me because I'm, you know, I'm so close to to ending it. You have to do this thing for me because otherwise I, I won't make it through the night. You have to do this thing for me because I'm feeling suicidal and I need you to, like, you know, stay with me. And, like, it's just, like, request after request. And it's, like, at what point is it, like, do you realize, like, this is just manipulation at this point? And it's just scary that Jacob suddenly resorts to this. (laughs) Like, out of fucking nowhere. Exactly. crazy. Yeah. Um, It is, like, because we just didn't, there was no indication that he felt like this. I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. Anyway. So he's doing that. But then she's, like, like, please don't go. We can figure something out. We like, can compromise. I, I, you know. Right. Because he's like, you don't want to see him anymore. So like, what? you don't care. But obviously she's like, that's not what I fucking meant. And she's backtracking because she's like, okay, if you're going to do this, we don't ever see each other again. We can still see each other. We can figure out some sort of compromise. Yeah. And she offers anything he wants to make him stay. And that's Sheesh. when he's like, okay, convince me that you really want me to come back to you alive. And he's like, you know exactly what I want to hear. And that's where it's like, okay, like, this had to have been in the back of your mind of, like, you have, like, an idea of, like, if I can just get her to this point to realize, like, it's life or death now. Now you got to realize that you're secretly in love with me. And... Right. And this is also such a... Beyond all the harmful stuff that's already happening, it's another harmful thing that, like, the idea that a woman can't care about a man unless it's romantic. Yeah. Like, why can't... Why the fuck can't she just be like, 
I love you as a person yeah. and I care about you and I want you to come back. She shouldn't have to like kiss him to convince him that she cares about his life. Exactly. Like I It's like love and adore <sighs> you, for example, and we say I love you after the end of every call, every time we record, mm-hmm. every time we're hanging out. And yep. Because that's just what you do when you care about someone. And he's just like, you're in love with me. And I'm like, she just loves you, like, as a person. Because you're important in her life. And you were there for her at the hardest point in her life. And that has an impact on a person. Right. That's going to mean something. That's going to leave a mark of, like, this person is so important to me in my heart. That doesn't mean that you're like, we are going to get married. We're going to have babies. We're going to, you know, be in love forever and ever and ever. Even though... She seems to suddenly convince herself that that is a possible alternate path for her. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So. And it's just like it's crazy. Like, cause like I there are there are people who like I don't see in years, and I still would yeah fight with this much ferocity if something happened like that. Yeah. So it's like, why does it have to be romantic? Like. It's it, because it that's yeah. just what he it's, wants. It's because right, he doesn't because care it's, what... It's a form of manipulation. Exactly, because he doesn't care what she actually wants or care that her feelings of love are genuine, even if they're not the same kinds of feelings of love she has for Edward. He just wants mm-hmm. her to choose him as a partner. And so yeah. she does ask him to kiss her. And we get a yeah, repeat because... of the way their last kiss happened. Yeah, so like, you know he makes this thing and she sees that he has this superior expression, which I read that and I wanted to punch. Him I know. And, but she's like, okay, bet like he's going to think I'm going to try to deny it. So I'm just going to go the complete opposite direction, which, okay. Yep. A choice. Um, when you have a f- uh, fucking fiance, but okay. Uh, <laughs> um, he kisses her with an eagerness, not far from violence. That's the actual quote. From the book. Yeah. That is horrible. Yeah. And she knew he would take advantage of the moment, and so she keeps still. Because she knew that he would take this as an opportunity to do whatever the fuck he wants. Which he does. He's feeling her up. He's, like, pulling her arms to, like, wrap around his neck, even though her, like, hands are, like, in fists. And he's, like, starts kissing down her neck, and he's, like... You can do better than this. You're overthinking it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. puke, gross, horrible. Yeah, and this, at this point, this is still assault. Yeah. It doesn't matter because that she said. Though, exactly. Right. Because she was manipulated into doing so. Yeah. And when you are manipulated into consenting, that's not consent. Exactly. It's so. under duress. So. Exactly. Doesn't count. Um, um, she doesn't want this. Bleh. Yeah. It's so bad. And she, <laughs> he... His, like, teeth graze your earlobe, and he's like, oh, like, you know, you're overthinking it. Just let go. Just lean into it. Stop thinking. And she, like, shakes her head. But then he says, are you sure you want me to come back, or do you want me to die? Ah! Yeah. This is so There's fucked just up. Like, <laughs> no, listener, your podcast didn't stop. We There was just a lot of dead air yeah. as we processed how horrible that was yeah yeah oh my god he's like, like oh you're not kissing me back good enough so like i think i'll still maybe try and kill myself do better yeah and this is just like it's like pure, he's already yeah. manipulating her and getting what he wants but he's not getting enough of what he wants or he's he's not getting it the right way Ugh. so he just 
and he knows that it works so he just digs right back into that i know and just make like goes even more intensely yeah. on it yeah tells oh my god it makes me so he, angry he tells bella to convince him that she really wants him to come back alive and right um so she gets actually pissed at this and she's like fuck off with this shit and starts pulling his hair trying to get him to back off because she's like i'm done with this manipulation and he thinks it's passion again and she's actually getting into it so he starts kissing her harder with like joy and triumph and stuff and for some reason bella is like oh his joy just like suffused me with something and suddenly I'm just helpless and I have to kiss him back because he feels good and it feels good and we're so unrestrained and we don't have to be careful and I'm like where what what you were just pissed you were pissed off at him yeah where the fuck did this come from it's I I don't believe it I don't believe it this is someone who is bad at writing trying to make a thing happen that she thinks would be cool and romantic and like you know be interesting to read and it just is so poorly done i'm like this isn't believable at all like right no she's not suddenly like i do love him no you can write it all you want it's not believable and this is again a really this just like i'm again thinking of teenage girls reading this and thinking this is romance and this is the idea that they're getting where You know, maybe it's you feel weird that he's pressuring you, but if, you know, he's determined enough and you're willing enough, you're going to eventually like it. Yeah. Which is such a fucked up thing to ingrain in little girls' heads. Like, just say no enough times, but eventually he'll try super, super hard and you'll be like, "Mm, actually, I kind of like it. Like, mm. Right. (sighs) Uh, (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, and she suddenly has this thing in her head where because obviously it's Bella narrating and she goes oh my god I was lying to myself the whole time I do love him and I'm like no like you haven't been lying to yourself you knew that you loved him you just don't love him romantically like and you still don't I don't right I'm not I don't believe this whatsoever I don't I don't either and like there's an extent where I can believe that she had had some feelings of romance toward him at a time yeah I don't believe that that is there anymore. Especially not with how he's treated her so much in this book specifically. Exactly. And she is in love with someone else. She is engaged to someone else in a closed relationship, Uh a closed monogamous relationship. Which he left and and said, "Uh, I won't listen in so you can do whatever, make whatever choice you want. Weird. (laughs) Weird. Okay, Edward. But, and, and... Like, she's just tricking herself into thinking that she does love... Like, I personally think she's tricking herself into believing that she does love him to make this whole situation hurt less. She's trying to justify it in her brain to deal with the fact fact that that he's manipulating her and assaulting her. And the fact that she's now, in a way, like, essentially cheating on her fiancé. And she's like, no, no, it's because I actually do secretly love him. I have feelings for him, too. That's why this is good. And she has this whole like montage of like, oh, I could imagine what life would be like with Billy and Charlie in the pack and my my protector wolf and two dark haired children running around. And I'm like, where did this come from? You don't even want kids. I thought. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But like, and I'm like this, this like 
section of the chapter, I'm like, okay, so this is Team Jacob. Yeah, that's all they have to <laughs> I go guess on. Yep. This is where it's coming from. <laughs> Which is terrible. You have no leg to stand on, Team Jacobers. Right. And and she even when she's saying she's in love with him, she's saying it's not enough to change anything just to hurt them both worse. Yeah. And even his joy is somehow a pain to her. Yeah, because she knows that he's so and happy right now. And she's still going to have to end that happiness. Like, oh, great. I've given him another moment to, like, believe in this relationship having a future. And I still know that I'm going to end it the next day. Like, it doesn't matter that she's done all this. She's still going to make the same choice. So why has she just made it hurt more? Yep. She's just, instead of just, like, fucking continuing to just make it stop. She's just... Oh, my God. And uh, she okay. feels a heartbreak, and she knows that Which she will I... never have this life with him. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's what that means, because I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was her, like, simultaneously realizing, like, oh, I do love him, but also I'm still not choosing him, so, like, I'm just about to hurt him and myself again. Right. <laughs> um, they stop kissing, and then he says he really has to go. He's still got to join this fight, but, you know... He's going to let fate happen, whatever happens. But Mm -hmm. he goes to kiss her gently again, hesitant and sweet and brief, and says, that should have been our first kiss. And I'm like, bro, too little, too late. (laughs) That's literally my, that's literally actually like the exact wording that I have. Oh, is it? That's how I feel about this, this whole section. Yeah, I put too little, too late. That's my final note. (laughs) Yeah, this whole thing is too little too late. It is far too late in the series for it to make any sense. Yeah. Like, if... If this had happened at the end of New Moon, like, something... I don't know. Or in the beginning of Eclipse in some way. Right. Like, and of course, I wouldn't want the manipulation to happen. But if some sort of, like, magical kiss happened where she realized that she does love him and now she's like, oh, God, but now I don't know what to do... That should have come way sooner. Yeah. The cell and just is like, what's I'm the like, point? What the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Like, like, where did this come from? Why is it here? It doesn't make any sense for her to be so firm in it for so long and then suddenly break that. No. It would make more sense for her to have the moment of weakness earlier on. Exactly. Before she solidifies her relationship with Edward. Exactly. It should have happened, like, you know, end of New Moon, beginning of Eclipse, where she's still processing, like, oh, Jacob helped me through so much. I'm so much closer to him now. Edward, we still have to build up trust because you broke that trust. Like, that's the time where she has conflict in feelings. And right. maybe makes a moment of like, oh, maybe Jacob is my potential. And like, they have this moment then. It's Now it's when she's like already engaged and the end of Eclipse. What does this all mean? What was this all here for? Yeah. It, it's, it's... And like, again, bad. we keep saying should have, should have, should have. Because uh, first of all, it's not realistic. But second of all, if we're taking this as the truth, Bella fucking sucks. Yeah. She's a cheater. Yeah. She's not loyal and she's of course she's also being manipulated manipulated so there's like that is obviously a wrinkle in it exactly but it's still like this is fucked up like yeah it doesn't make me feel like oh no goes against my perception of her exactly it doesn't make me feel anything happy about their relationship it doesn't feel like satisfying because i'm like this was all just because of a manipulation like 
I don't think her feelings are as genuine as she might be tricking herself into believing that they are. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, why did we have this here? Yep. It's just for the drama. It's literally just for the drama. We've got it's like literally just for the we've drama. We've got like four chapters left and Stephanie Meyer's like, drama, 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 drama. I didn't put anything in the first twenty chapters of this yeah. book. Let's go. And even in like the first half of this chapter, like I was reading the first half of this chapter and I was like, Okay, we got another filler chapter. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second half happened and I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> Had her in the first half. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. So and then like he thinks it's this like romantic thing and she's like crying <laughs> i know because it ends with her like he's like holding her yep and like that should have been our first kiss and she's like tearing up yeah and, like, sobbing because she's like okay why did i just like put myself and him through that because like, what did I'm i just still... do why did yeah. i do that this is going to be so much more difficult for everybody because of this exactly and again because she like doesn't blame anyone else she's going to entirely blame herself yep so Good job. Cool. That was this oh, chapter. Boy. I there's there's no I'm <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody. I hate I hate everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Edward. I do too. In, Ultimately I feel bad for Bella to an extent. I don't feel bad for Jacob at all. I don't. That's the thing. It's Jacob like, can uh, suck shit. It that that was the he has pulled some shit in this book, and that is top tier worst shit yeah. that he has now pulled. <laughs> like I, I've had anger at him before, but like, and I thought that was, I was pretty angry then. This just blew that out of the water. Uh, yeah. Like nothing is compared to the anger that I hold in my heart right now for this man. It's <laughs> awful. Like reading this again, I was like, this is nothing but awful and horrible to read like if i saw somebody treating my friend this way i would be like that is not your friend you know what i mean like this is bad behavior yeah yeah (sighs) so uh that was this chapter uh the next chapter is called snap decision so i'm sure that'll be good (laughs) it's when bella makes a snap decision and decides to run off with jacob and have his wolf babies oh my god sorry spoilers Yeah. I assume Bella's going to do some dumb shit, including going to the fight. Let's find out next time. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else you want to say at this point before we get into thanking our patrons? No, I'm just mad. Let's go watch a fun fantasy show. We're going to watch Dragon Age Absolution and feel better about our lives. Yeah, and you guys should do that, too. Yeah. Um, Please, 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 please let us know your feelings about this point of the book. I... Did like especially I will absolutely uh, respond on like Discord and stuff. I did give our like I try not we both try not to give too much information about our episodes before you release them. Yeah. Um. But today I did uh, hop in the chat really quick to have some vague words. Vague, vague <laughs> screaming so, anger sounds, and everyone's like, "Oh, this chapter." Yeah, we've been waiting yeah. for this. <laughs> No, yeah. So, like, if you want to get in on that discussion, joining our Patreon is always a good idea. And and you can join our other patrons, including our newest patron, Amber. Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining our coven. You're getting sandwiched. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to the sandwich. Um... <laughs> Welcome to the sandwich coven. Yeah. We really like some <laughs> We nice like that brioche. meat 
Oh, brioche. Oh, okay. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Different directions there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you join the ranks of our other master tier vampires, Dan, Thea, Emily, and Steven. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Hopefully I will be less angry then. Hopefully. But I honestly don't have a lot of faith. So. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash UnbittenPod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten.